0: Oh yeah, that's good. Okay, should I ding it?
1: <laughs> I was thinking we'd clink. Okay, that's probably better. You're listening to The Tales We Tell, a podcast about spooky stories, unsolved mysteries, and local lore. I'm your host Hannah Parch, and I'm Katie. And I'm Katie. Feeling better. <sighs> me too. I really thought I was getting a cold. Mm. You know that cold mm-hmm. feeling? It never happened, so... No, I've been sick for, like, the last two years, basically. Well, you also had a new human for the past year, a year. who's been sick a, a lot. <laughs> yeah. He was fine until he started daycare. Yeah.
0: But, you know, for me, while I was pregnant with him, I couldn't take a lot of medicine. Like, I pre- I couldn't take my allergy medicine or anything plus pregnancy just makes you congested too. Yeah. So I just was always congested. I couldn't take Sudafed. Ugh. So I just had to suck it up thanks to my allergies. Yay. But then yeah, of course there's the daycare germs and he's everything's been a lot better lately. Good. But he's
1: got a little immune system now. He's working on it. <laughs> he didn't have one when he was born. No. no. <laughs> but he's working on it. Yay. Wow. Well, we're drinking out of our crow mugs. I finally remembered to break those out. I keep forgetting. I don't know why. I keep forgetting. They. I look at them every day in my cabinet. Well, we've been
0: doing this for almost three years now, I a know. certain way with certain glasses.
1: That's true. Only
0: ever deviating for whiskey episodes, mm-hmm. or you know that nine month stretch where I couldn't drink.
1: That's true. Also, because we're drinking out of our crow mugs, uh, I have no idea how much wine I poured, so, you
0: know. We'll find out at the end of the episode how I'm
1: feeling. Well, I have a few announcements. Bring them. Okay. First one. Oh, I didn't write this one down, so I'm going to go ahead and get it out of the way. Uh, The rating for this episode Mm. is... I actually haven't decided. I think I'm going to make this a Tiny Tim episode. Like PG-13-ish. Okay. Maybe, maybe
0: a little bit more PG-15.
1: Yeah. I realized as I was thinking of that, I was like, wow, I don't know if I like having the responsibility of <laughs> deciding what's appropriate for children, given that I don't have any. Because I have no, I don't know what's, I don't know. I, I realize I do have a friend that is a teenager now. Um, one of the girls <laughs> that's in a not weird way. Okay. One of the girls in my Lyra class. Well, uh, it's one of the girls and then her daughter comes and her daughter just turned 16 and she's a very fun, free-spirited 16-year-old. But I'm like, I don't know what is appropriate for her at all. We just censor ourselves around her because we call her the minor. So (laughs) I don't know. So PG-13, Tiny Tim, if you're mature... Well, Big Tim, if Tiny Tim is mature, yeah. uh, let him listen to this. If if not, you know, whatever. Okay. Still on the topic of Tim. <laughs> More jokes? Uh, no, just an update. Uh, so remember, his daughter was interested in caving, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Tell me, if she's still interested." Okay. Her first of all, her name is Noel. She is undeterred from <laughs> Good. caving. Good. I said, much like Katie. Yes. <laughs>
0: It's not scary, like it's it's not scary, yeah, in like a bad way. Mm-hmm. But it does have that kind of that excitement, yeah, of fear. If if that makes sense, you're blood pumping. Yeah, it's it's exciting. It's it's a little scary, but not enough to deter you. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's the good scary yeah. that
1: you, you know. know. No, I'm glad she's undeterred. I yeah. I don't think people should be like me, where they're just afraid <laughs> of everything. Cause that's not one of the traits of myself that I'm like proud of and hope that I pass along to my children. I'm gonna make
0: you come do adventure
1: stuff with oh, me one gosh. day.
0: I think the way I learned when you finally come up to the murder cabin, you can't sleep in the house. You have to sleep in the murder no, cabin. absolutely
1: not, Katie. There's nothing to be afraid of. You there. realize the whole reason I haven't gone up there yet is because you didn't have a house built. And I would not camp out there.
0: It's technically a house. It just doesn't have electricity or running water. Do you remember There's it? four walls and a roof Do you re- and windows. Do you remember? And a wood-burning stove. Do you, remember- you could
1: cook breakfast in there. Do you remember at your wedding where everyone else camped? Not
0: everyone. Jerick
1: and I literally got a cabin like yeah. 20 minutes away.
0: There was cabins at the venue too. Kyosha stayed in one.
1: There was a cabin at the, there cabins in the mm-hmm. venue? I did not.
0: Know there was electricity. There's electricity in them because Sheldon and I, when we were mm. um, up there, property shopping, mm-hmm. we actually stayed in one of their little oh, cabins. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. They've oh. got like actual bunks built in in them, so like oh. you still have to bring your own air mattress and everything, or mm-hmm. a sleeping pad or whatever. But we brought a big air okay. mattress and just had it in the middle of the floor. But yeah, there's electricity, hmm. but you do have to go to the bathhouse for oh. bathrooms and showers. Nice, but well it's still nice it's nicer than the murder (laughs) cabin
1: because there's electricity i think a lot of my fears i learned by doing like i figured out that i was really terrified of heights the one time that i was like oh yeah i'll go repelling that sounds fun and then i got up there and i was like oh i can't move my body because I'm so terrified. I am paralyzed with fear. So, uh, I don't know. So, Noel also brought up a good question, which was um, why did they not think to dig a shaft to Floyd on like day three?
0: I. I don't know yeah that's a great question i don't know i wonder how common that practice was in the first place the whole digging yeah. of shafts but then again like mining has been around for a long long time
1: so yeah it because now that i'm thinking of it, i'm like yeah it would make sense if they continued giving him like food and water or sausage sandwiches and coffee um <laughs> as they were digging the shaft because the problem was that They couldn't give him those things, and it took so long to dig the shaft that he died from Mm -hmm. starvation and dehydration. But, I don't know. I guess they just really thought that they could get him out the other way. Yeah, so. Yeah, I
0: guess it was probably they... you know, all the other things were the easiest and cheapest as opposed to the expensive and time-consuming process, even though, what did they say? Like, we could have this shaft drilled in 50 hours or something. that dummy. (laughs) And they made it, you know, not even a quarter of the way after 30 hours or something. Which
1: I also wonder, too, if they had done it before the cave-in, if they could have figured out, like, if they could have rigged something up so that they could have used machinery to dig it if they could have rigged up something to help him breathe so that he wouldn't have, like, suffocated.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I don't know either. Hindsight's 20 <sighs> Um, I also, my second announcement is <laughs> we got some suggestions for escalator alternatives. <laughs> Josh suggested elevators. <laughs> Which, yeah well didn't we say um, that i don't know probably um, i
0: thought i thought we at least mentioned the existence acknowledged he the was existence like of elevators. they should make
1: boxes that just go up vertically <laughs> it would take up less space. um and amanda said the escalator should have padded steps and reinforced panels which i agree we actually jarek and i while we were in raleigh doing our car shopping we stopped at uh, the Wegmans that's in Raleigh because that was a big deal, and there's a <laughs> escalator there going down to the parking garage, and I stopped and looked at it because I haven't like encountered an escalator since that episode, <laughs> and uh, they're much scarier now that I know, I know all, all these that. things about them. And I was like, these <gasps> panels are the real killers here, and I wanted to warn someone <laughs> that was headed towards them. Like, be careful, you could die. <laughs> But it, then I didn't want to be that person. Also,
0: I got a message from Kara, but it was on Snapchat, no. and so it doesn't exist anymore. So oh. I can't remember exactly <laughs> what she said, but she did enjoy the episode, oh, and she felt vindicated. Oh, good. I think was good. the main point. But That's I think also she thought these. it was very funny.
1: Good. I just want people to know that they're not crazy. No, yeah. Your fears are are valid. valid.
0: Absolutely.
1: <sighs> All right. Well, you ready? And
0: probably other people share them.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You are not alone
1: in that. Yeah. I really didn't think I was going to get anything when I Googled uh, tripping and impaled. Getting Specifically, I don't
0: even, yeah, like getting your eye stabbed out by the arm <laughs> of a
1: clothes display. Yeah. I don't remember how I Googled it now. It was specific with tripping and then impaled in the eye by a clothes display. Clo- yeah. Clothes hanger something. Mm-hmm. And there were at least, like, two or three instances, and I was like, wow. That's
0: well, I mean, with mine of uh, stepping on manhole covers and falling mm-hmm. through, it happens.
1: It does. So I'm
0: not crazy to be afraid of it.
1: Yeah. I blame cartoons on that one, though. You see that a lot in cartoons. Hmm. They make you think that they're a lot less sturdy than
0: they are. <laughs> seen a lot of memes about, you know, adulthood and everything, and like, you know what? I was... A lot more concerned about quicksand, quicksand than cartoons led me to believe I should yep. be.
1: I blame Land Before Time on that one. Mm-hmm. I really thought quicksand was going to be around more. All right, you ready? Bring it. Okay, I'm not going to tell you the title of this because there's a reveal at the end. Okay. Well, not at the end. There's a reveal of the name.
0: But you know that everyone listening right now already knows the well, title. yeah.
1: But... <laughs> But this is an unsolved mystery. Okay. Because I had a week and uh, I just needed something that was kind of easy for me. If it, everyone doesn't know, I had to buy a car this week and I did it on Valentine's Day and it took the whole <gasps> day and we missed our dinner reservations and it was stupid.
0: And she got the exact <laughs> same car as me because she's trying to be like me. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. Actually, what year is it? 2014.
0: Yeah, no, the exact same car. (laughs) It's a different color. Congrats. Yours is red and mine is silver.
1: Yeah. Mine's cooler. I took a picture. My radio
0: works. Okay. Shut up.
1: My radio
0: will work. Granted, I did just spend several thousand dollars on other repairs. I was going to say, I also just spent
1: several thousand dollars on it. (laughs) Purchasing it. Yeah. And technically, the bank owns it <laughs> right now. Hey, I own my
0: car okay. outright. Give me... I mean, I just
1: paid it off within the last year. Yeah, I was going to say, give me two years and I'll own it, but whatever. So we are going to Russia mm. so to brush up on my Russian pronunciation So, specifically, we're going to be in Cheropovets, which is in Vologda Oblast, or the Vologda Oblast region of Northwest Russia. All you need to know is we're in Russia. So, just go with that.
0: Cool. Probably cold there. Probably. Yep.
1: An important note, (laughs) in Russian culture, it is apparently common to refer to serial killers as... Maniacs, or in Russian, <laughs> hold on, I haven't practiced this much. Uh, minyaks. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Sorry, I wrote it down in Cyrillic. Minyak. Minyak. It's literally the same word, but just with different inf- Okay. Minyaki. Cool. I believe it. Minyaki. In. Minyaki. That's what we're gonna go with. Minyaki. It's minyak. Like maniac, minyak, but then e to make it plural. plural. Minyaki. Okay. <laughs> Pretend I said that all fluently.
0: <laughs> okay, so. It's probably not a common vocabulary word
1: in like college <laughs> Russian 101. It's not. But it is one of those fun words that's like just the same. Mm hmm. But just pronounced Mm. Russian y, Russian sounding?
0: Oh, yeah. No, it's, I think I've mentioned this before. I had a friend who was from Brazil, so she Mm. spoke Portuguese. And I remember being out shopping with her one day, and she got a call from mom or family member, and she was explaining that she couldn't talk because she was out and she was, she was, da 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 da, mia amiga cat. Da, 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 Walmart.
1: <laughs> it was just
0: so weird to hear the, juxtapos- the juxtaposition of like this, just rattling off this flowing language, yeah. and then this harsh. A uh, Walmart. Walmart. Yep. Like that yeah. doesn't belong. <laughs> but this is different this because is, yeah,
1: there's there's no. It's, not, it's it's not the same word, but yeah. in Portuguese, yeah. I, but I'm pretty sure the Russian, like the Russian word for passport, is like passport. But you say it like with a Russian accent, like passport. Anyway, sorry, I'm not done with my fun fact. All right, so it's common to refer to ceil- serial killers as maniacs, which we're not gonna necessarily do, but it's gonna come up later because manyaki. that term <laughs> maniaki. See, we got it down. Mm-hmm. And then it's also common to then associate them with the area where the crimes take place. But because maniac or maniaki is like kind of an outdated, offensive term. Don't want to offend
0: those serial killers. Heaven
1: um, forbid that we hurt their feelings. When we get to what we're going to call the serial killer, I'm just going to call him, instead of the maniac, I'm going to call him the killer. Okay. Just so we're clear. All right. So we're starting on February 4th, 2004. You may pick up your dossier, which, by the way, is interactive today because... wait <laughs> The way my, Tabs. Print, my printer is. All right. You may remove your first tab. Um, it's like an activity book for For kids. children. Yeah. Um, okay. So on February 4th, 2004... Marina Ostravaskia, uh, who's seventeen, left her work around two o'clock p.m. to visit her fiance's parents, and she's visiting her fiance's parents because her fiance was an army cadet who was stationed overseas, and he would often send mail to Marina through his parents. I read somewhere that his parents would visit him, and he would like give the mail to him. Mm-hmm. And then I read somewhere else that he would just send the mail to his parents. So I don't know, either way. His parents had her mail. Okay. And it was common that she would visit them to pick it up.
0: Alright. That's not too weird.
1: But... Yeah. So she's going to her future in-laws' house essentially. Mm-hmm. And on this particular day, Marina decided to take a shortcut. Mm-mm. I know. Through a vacant lot. Mm-hmm. On Danilova Street. Mm-mm. Just kidding, I don't know that street. <laughs> well, that street actually is important, so good Mm-mm. call. Um I'm taking a sip. Take a sip, because you guessed the sketchy street. According to eyewitnesses, she took the shortcut around two thirty PM. Later that evening, when Marina didn't come home, her parents became concerned. And they found out that she had never arrived at her fiancé's parents' house, and so they called the police. Police thoroughly searched the route that Marina usually took, but she didn't usually take this shortcut. So they searched everywhere that they thought she might be. They didn't find anything, and so her case just remained open. And she was, like, a missing person. Then in August of the same year, and I don't have pictures for the next several, spoiler alert. I mean, I already said serial killer, so, like, it's not that much of a spoiler. (laughs) Okay, so then in August, a woman named Irina Popov, who is 19, she was a student from the local university. Her body was found in an abandoned area in... Potinsky cherapovits Again, just kind of an abandoned area of town. Okay. Um, the body was found uncovered, just kind of out in the open. When it was examined, they found that she had been strangled to death, and she had also been sexually assaulted. Yeah. The following month, the body of Tatiana Beva, who's 22, was found. She was a student. hmm She was last seen coming home from a nightclub, and then she was reported missing.
0: Did, I guess she didn't make it? She did home. not make it. Home. Okay. Yeah. So she was leaving the club. Though.
1: Yes. And then she was allegedly or assumed to be abducted on her way home. So her body was found in September, just two miles away from where Arena had been found, also in an isolated area. Uh, But this was behind the Cherupovitz School of the Arts. I don't know why that's so isolated. So I was
0: about to say, so when you say isolated, it, I mean, it sounds like they're, they're not being hidden. Right. But they're not necessarily being put on display. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I kind of get the idea um, from these that they're just like, kind of... Like, kind of the sketchy parts of town, maybe? Like, when they talk about, like, oh, the vacant lot or the, like, behind the school. It's just, like, places where no one would necessarily go. Yeah, I'm curious as to who's discovering the bodies, too. Yeah, I don't really know for these first couple ones. But we'll get to it. Yeah, right. So, Tatiana had also been strangled. And also been sexually assaulted, and there had also been no attempt to hide her body. And then in December, another girl named Tatiana. Uh, this is Tatiana Makimova. Who is... I wonder if
0: Tatiana is like the Russian version of Jennifer or something.
1: Yeah, like <clears throat>
0: super common, but not like that common. Not like Sarah or something. That one's I think even more common.
1: Well, we're going to have two Tatiana's and two Svetlana's. Mm. I think Svetlana is the, the one that we have two of. Um, and there's actually a podcast that I hear nine million advertisements for because it's now being advertised on two different podcasts that I listen to, <laughs> which I'm sure it's great. I just have heard it, yeah. you know, 50,000 times now. Um, and it's called Svetlana Svetlana. And it's about, <laughs> <laughs> it's about um, Joseph Stalin's daughter moving and when she moves to America and I guess I don't want to say hilarity ensues because I'm sure it's not hilarious but I wonder if
0: Svetlana is the Stephanie of Russia I I don't know it probably is that sounds right because Katya is obviously the Katie yeah
1: Anya is I mean Anya is Anna but that's the name I chose Anya is just Anya because Anya is a name (laughs) here too well I know but that was the name I got to pick (laughs) for myself because they don't have H sounds in Russian so my name had to be Hannah. <laughs> be weird. Oh, man. <clears throat> okay. So, December. Super <gasps> cold. Yeah. Tatiana Makamova, who is 17, is found in a vacant lot outside of a military base on Milutina Street. Um, she had also been strangled and also sexually assaulted, but unlike the first two bodies... This Tatiana was found underneath a pile of sticks, leaves, dirt, and snow.
0: So there was a small attempt at actually hiding her.
1: Yes. Also different about this scene is about half a mile from the body, police found a homemade garret. That um, was a garrote. Garrote. I knew I was going to say it wrong. <laughs> I even <didn't laughs> listened to someone say it because I listened to a podcast about this. <laughs> Ah, damn it. Okay, homemade garotte. It was made from two sticks and a thin piece of wire. And this suggested to police that she had been killed near where her body was found. And police apparently suspected that the previous two victims had been abducted and killed elsewhere and then dumped. dumped. So I wonder if this is like a jack
0: the ripper hasty getaway situation kind of a thing Mm. also with you know he got her
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and maybe had to act fast before being discovered and that's why he made that small attempt to cover her body to slow down on people starting to actually look around in the area and give them more time to get out of there
1: yeah because it's like that wasn't his preferred place to leave the body i don't know they did test the garrot. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm immediately going to forget how to pronounce it. Um, wait, what's that uh, curve tool that they <laughs> used to harvest uh, scythe? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I go. need a mnemonic it's not even a mnemonic thing that you gave me. You just said say the word scythe. The. And scythe. then the. That's literally how I remember. I remember I even remember the place I was I think. Okay, so like omega, omega,
0: gah, and then (laughs) you you (laughs) want them to rot in hell, like omega rot in hell, Uh, omega
1: rot in hell, like go rot in hell. Yeah, go rot, go rot. Okay, okay, I'll remember it now. (laughs) This has been mnemonic devices with Katie. How to pronounce the English language? (laughs) You're gonna use it with your kid one day. Already working on it.
0: Good. I think he said go the other day. We've been working on that one. I say go, 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 go. That was one of my first
1: words. And, and he, bye,
0: bye, 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 bye.
1: I can get him to sing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, say that, not sing it.
0: You can sing it if you want. Or sing. I'd support that. <laughs> Did I tell you that not only do I have the cutest kid, I have the weirdest kid? Oh, well, I knew that part. He's your he's mom. <laughs> uh, it's a given. Parents. <laughs> Finally, today, finally, after multiple attempts, convinced him that, yes, he does, in fact, like mac and cheese. (gasps) Because what kid doesn't like mac and cheese? Mine. Until today. Did he just not try it until today? No. He's tried it several times. And and I've, you know, I'd put a couple little noodles on the spoon Mm -hmm. and I'd stick it in his mouth. And he'd immediately just open his mouth and let it fall (laughs) out like, uh, no, no, no. So he tried it uh, last weekend, and then I made some more yesterday, and he was like, I, I don't think so. And I was like, you know what? Fine. Maybe, because he does, he mostly feeds himself, Yeah. except for things like his yogurt, I'll feed him that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But he, he likes picking up and feeding himself now. Kid likes banana bread.
1: Mm,
0: who doesn't? But, and he he ate crab cakes at Christmas. Ooh. Kid was a fan of freaking prime rib. But mac and cheese just just falls straight out the mouth. So I put a couple more for me. Could have put a couple on his tray yesterday, and he ate some. But I felt like he was more so like putting the noodles in his mouth, and once all all the cheese was gone, (laughs) he would spit them back out. (laughs) But no, today he ate a whole bunch of mac and cheese uh, this afternoon, and then for dinner he had meatballs and mac and cheese, and he scarfed it down like he actually enjoyed enjoyed it. it. Oh. By far. <laughs> By far. By far. Told you I made him veggie meatballs, though, right? Did yeah. he like this? Yeah, he oh, did. Okay, good. We'll tr- need to make tr- another trickery. batch. Trickery. Yeah. Because I was full of carrots and parsnips and beets. Mm. So I need to make another batch. Nice. Soon.
1: <laughs> I love hearing about him.
0: <laughs> he's just the funnest little... He's a great kid, but God, he's a weirdo. So, yeah. <sighs> he, he hates things... <laughs> The first time, or first couple of times, he'll try it. Yeah. But not everything. Like, he had a couple bites of biscuits. and Shelton made biscuits and gravy this morning, and he had a couple bites of the gravy. Yeah. And he giggled. (laughs) So that's... If he tries something and he's giggling, Uh he likes it Mm. a lot. Like, if he giggles right away, you're like, that's a winner.
1: Gravy and meatballs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is what he does.
1: I love it so much. Oh man <laughs> What a wonderful thing to say right before I tell you more. Something awful horrible. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, sorry. okay, let me try to say the word now that, that was enough filler that I've forgotten how to say it. So let me use my device uh mm-hmm. Yeah. go look at that Garot and help. All right, <clears throat> so they tested the garot mm-hmm. for DNA. And they found traces of Tatiana Beva's DNA on it. So, so, the
0: first tia- Tatiana?
1: Yes. Okay. So, they now know that both Tatianas have been killed by the same Garot. Okay. And therefore, most likely, the same person. Yes. So, they're now like, aha! A serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> so, they obviously suspect that... Irina the... was the first one, right? The mm-hmm. first body that they found. Yes. So they suspect that this killer is responsible for all three. Mm -hmm. Because it's similar MO, similar Mm -hmm. cause of death. Yes. They also, unfortunately, suspect that Marina... uh, Who is missing. Who is missing, uh, might have fallen into the hands of this killer. Just because she fit the profile of the victims? Yeah. And
0: just time of disappearance and everything?
1: Yeah, and then also all of these are taking place in... A certain area? A similar area. Okay. So
0: she she is, you know, young and probably fits, you know, like a victim, victimology yes. profile. Yeah. Uh, went missing mm-hmm. in the same area mm-hmm. of a now confirmed serial killer. Yes. So, yeah. Anyone going missing in his hunting grounds is probably yes. his
1: or hers. Yes. But it's definitely a he. It's definitely yeah. a he. And I will say that picture of Marina, she does have brown hair in that picture, but I believe when she went missing she was blonde. Mm. So, I don't know. She's really pretty though. Mm-hmm. She's just got like such a sweet face. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. All right. So, something about serial killers. One of the characteristics of serial killers is they have a cooling-off period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so, and then there's the escalation, yeah, uh, so this killer is like, "Oh, I'm gonna cool off now."
0: Well, it's winter, so, yeah, yeah. it's cold. it's also it's, it's cold, probably harder to find
1: victims. Yes, yes, so, um, or this... he's just
0: satisfied his urges, yeah, least enough,
1: yeah. So, this cooling-off period lasts about six months, and then summer starts. And on June 26, 2005... Uh, you can look at your second picture, by the way. Uh, Lyudmila Uh Mirosh... Miroshnik... Hold on. Shnichenko. Uh, <laughs> Miroshnichenko. Lyudmila is her name. So, she's 31... She left her home on Babushkina Street to meet a friend around 1 p.m. I'm just saying,
0: like, two of these now are broad daylight disappearances. Mm. I mean, the Mm -hmm. one was definitely, you know, a nightclub disappearance. But what was Marina, 2.30 in the afternoon? Yep. Oh my gosh, siren, go. (laughs) You know it's loud if I can hear it through the headphones.
1: Unfortunately, we do live right near, a. Uh, well, we live live near the fire station. Yeah. I live near the police station and the yep.
0: train station. <laughs> <Freaking> trains.
1: <clears throat> okay. So when she didn't show up to meet her friend, her friend is very smart and was like, uh, you're not here and it's one I'm calling the police because people have been mm.
0: disappearing in this area for a yeah. while now.
1: So, police immediately suspect that Ludmila's disappearance was linked to the other missing women. Okay, how can we get these cops over here? I know, right? So, they immediately link them together, and the suspect now has a name. They are now calling him the Danilovsky Maniac. So, we're going to go with the Danilovsky Killer. Okay. You can't just leave them sitting up there and fucking to eat them. <laughs> All right, so that's June twenty-sixth. Ludmila goes missing. Mm-hmm. So we have two missing, three bodies. Interesting that
0: they were the bodies were never reported missing prior to being found.
1: Yeah, I know. That's which makes me think that it was a quick. It was like they must have been abducted like within the yeah. day. Well, because. Who was it? Uh Tatiana Beva was reported missing. Okay that. Yeah. But then it was like very quickly she was found. Mm-hmm. So you made a good point. You mentioned uh that you I he... make
0: lots of good points. <laughs> Thank you.
1: That's why you hired me. This is true. <clears throat> I don't pay you though. I pay you in peanuts. <laughs> Katie's literally eating peanuts right now, which is the funny part of the joke. <clears throat> well also the whole the that typical thing oh. of oh yeah, what do they pay you? Peanuts. Yeah, that, that was the joke. Oh, yeah. that, mm, peanuts. that was the part you didn't need to explain that part of the joke. That was well, the, the joke fact that and I'm then eating peanuts. I know. That's that was the part I explained. The joke was <laughs> The joke was The point that you made that was good that I'm highlighting is that this killer is abducting women in broad daylight? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it is July 14th, 2005. And we have Svetlana Stepanova, who is 19. I don't have a picture of her, sorry. So Svetlana is going to the beach because it's now summertime. And when I say she's going to the beach, I mean she's going to the river. Cause it's
0: Russia. What is it? Russia. Like a full 60 degrees?
1: I don't know. Fahrenheit? <laughs> well, it's also Russia. And so it's probably like, unless you live in a very specific part of Russia, you're going to a river or a lake beach because it's a big <laughs> country. Mm-hmm. So she is walking towards the beach of the Sheksna Shish- Sh- Sh- river with her sister and one of their friends. It is the middle of the day, um, and they are cutting across a vacant lot. I know. I felt like we needed the uh, law and order, like, (laughs) (laughs) dun-dun. So they're walking, and Svetlana's sandal, like, her strap comes undone, and so she's like, I'm going to fix this really quick. And so the other two girls... I'm going ahead. ...just keep walking. Nope stick together ladies stick together so it's literally like 20 seconds they realize that Svetlana has not caught up with them they hear her scream and they turn around okay <laughs> sources that I read were different one source says that they turned around and she was not there and another, And so I'll go with that one first So, they turn around. Svetlana's not there anymore. They run back and they find her bag and her bathing suit. And they start looking for her. Mm -hmm. Another source, or several other sources, said they heard her scream. They turn around and they see her being dragged away by a man. So, either way, she ends up in some bushes these two girls, one of whom is her sister, mm-hmm. watch this man slash her throat. Because he lost his garrote. Mm-hmm. The two girls now scream because they just watched their friend and sister Being get murdered. murdered. And their scream causes the guy to run off. And so they are now left there with Svetlana's bleeding body. So brutal. Yeah. It says that her clothes had been torn off and she was just left in her underwear. So, I'm assuming that she had not been sexually assaulted, but, like, my guess is that was his plan. He was getting to it, but he was interrupted. Yes. And the girls, although they saw him, they were not able to give police a description. Obviously, they Trauma- had other- a little too traumatized, uh, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. to
0: really pay attention to this person.
1: Yeah. So, police get there... And they're like, let's look around this vacant lot. In this area, there's a lot of um, decaying, half-built buildings. Mm -hmm. Because apparently it was really common in this area for buildings to just, like, get started and then legal issues would cause pauses. And so you just get, like, kind of half-started projects. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, specifically, there were a lot of underground parking garages, um, just in this one area. So, just the parking garages, there's supposed to be buildings on top of them, but they never got that far. Police are investigating one of these parking garages. Ironically, this specific one was supposed to be used for a police building. (laughs) It obviously wasn't. And inside, they found some R-rated graffiti, or some... NC-17 graffiti. You can look at your... <laughs> you can look at your next picture. I am very intrigued now. Home. <laughs> oh. Someone had drawn crude depictions of various sex positions on individual cinder blocks that made up the wall. And then on one wall, there's a whole six-person orgy. And it's all drawn with black chalk. And it's just people
0: having sex. Yep. <laughs> yes, it is. Even with the sensor bars. Yep.
1: So police, first, they were like, maybe teenagers did this as like a prank. hmm One thing that strikes me about it is like, I don't know. It's not like. Well, as an art history major, what's your <laughs> critique on this? It's very, like... It's more... It's giving more, like, Kama Sutra vibes than yeah. it is, like, pornography vibes, right? That's, like,
0: that's definitely the impression that I
1: get more than anything. It's more of... I mean... It's more like, here's some different positions and yeah. not, like, here's some porn that I would like to watch. Yeah.
0: It, it looks more, like instructional yeah right it's kind of weird and i don't know what makes it different maybe it it reminds me of like (laughs) they would be in cosmo and whatnot whatever they would have sex yeah it's weird it's it is weird (laughs) and like i said i don't know why what about it specifically gives off those vibes versus you know pornographic vibes but it it legit looks much more educational. Yeah, like like you said, Karma Sutra. Yeah, then and I don't know. Maybe it's like the lack of like it, it's very kind of it's detailed but also simplistic. Yeah, like it's a it's simple line drawings, mm-hmm. and there's you know enough detail like you can tell what they are. Yeah, but. You know, there's there's no, like,
1: shading or, yeah. like... Well, and he didn't take great care to make, or whoever, mm-hmm. the, the artist, if you will. I mean, he didn't make, like... Th- I mean, we can't...
0: <laughs> there's not much detail in faces and anything. Yeah. Uh,
1: but, like, he didn't make the women look like porn stars. Right, or... right. Or... I mean, we can I mean, the
0: forced perspective, or whatever you call it, of this one is good about how, you know, the, yeah. the foreground items, items, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> body parts, yeah. are larger than uh-huh. the things that are obviously uh-huh.
1: yeah. in the back. We can't see the genitalia, because that is censored in this picture. Yeah,
0: so maybe that adds to, like, the educational vibes. Maybe everyone has
1: big dongs in it, and we just can't see it. I don't know. Don't know either, but but... Okay, I'm glad that I'm not the only one who's like, these are giving off weird. Let's let's keep going. <laughs> okay. we could spend all night talking about. It. Yeah. So, uh, so police were like, maybe teenage boy drew this as like a prank, yeah, or just being a teenage boy who's interested in sex. Yeah. Maybe maybe it was an instructional situation. I don't know. So they're like, maybe this is un unrelated, except that they kept looking around the garage. There was also a pit that was in the garage uh, that had originally been intended as a space to perform vehicle maintenance. But now it was filled up with old car tires. Hmm. And among the tires, they found a body. And it was Ludmila. Nearby, according to news reports, quote in a sewer manhole flooded with water which mind you that is a tran that's a translation from a russian news Mm -hmm. source so i don't know how accurate that is but nearby in the same underground garage they found the body of marina Mm -hmm. who at this point had been missing for 18 months and both of those bodies were badly decayed at this point ludmila had been missing for four months both women, they were able to tell, like, once they got the bodies to, like, a coroner and, like, yeah. forensically were examined. Um, they both have been strangled and they both have been sexually assaulted. They were able to recover DNA from their bodies. Hmm. But they ran the DNA against their database and nothing came up empty. But it did confirm that they were killed by the same person. Um, And now we have a DNA profile. Mm -hmm. They also found a homemade garage. Congrats. (laughs) Thank you. At the scene. And although they believed that the Danilovsky killer spent a lot of time in this garage, um, they called it his lair. Of course. Like, what a name. Uh, They don't think he lived there. So they're like, it's his lair, but he Mm -hmm. doesn't live there. It's his hangout. Gotcha. But, yeah. It's his man cave. Yeah. You know, whatever. Um, So next to the garage where Marina and Ludmila had been found was a correctional school, which I don't know what that is.
0: Uh, it sounds like not, not juvie, but, you know, it's the school where they send the, the, the behavioral issue kids. Okay.
1: So, there's one of those.
0: Okay.
1: Witnesses were able to tell police that they had seen a man in glasses drawing pornographic images similar to the ones in the garage on one of the buildings owned by the school. Which, like... Report that to the police, man. That's weird. I don't know. They they do look educational in nature. And <laughs> it is a school. True. Maybe
0: he was just trying to help supply, you know, support the uh, <laughs> uh, curriculum.
1: So, police were able to make a sketch of this suspect from the description witnesses gave. So, you can look at your next picture. Awesome. All right. So, the description we we got is 35 to 40 years old, uh, between 180 and 190 centimeters tall, which, do you want to guess how tall that Put is? Put that in American. <laughs> no, everyone should... No, put it okay. in American. I'm, I'm sorry. It's It's almost six feet tall. It's okay. just under six feet. Solid build, dark blonde hair cut short. And then this is also a quote that was translated. Frontal bald patches, possible bald patches behind or gray hair. So I'm going to translate that again. F***ed <laughs> up hair situation. <laughs> he either has bald patches like... In the front and in the back, or he has patches of gray hair that make it look, or like patches of lighter hair. Okay, that's the fire truck, by the way. Yep, that I'm hearing. And this
0: thing about his creepy as fuck eyes. <laughs> Let me take a sip while you tell me.
1: Oh no, we're gonna get to that later. You can. I feel like you should finish your drink for that one because, based on the name of the episode.
0: Creepy eyes killer.
1: You're close. You're very close. Okay. So at this point police brought in uh experts to compile a psychological profile. So they already knew he was a white male.
0: I'd like to not look at him anymore. Okay, you don't need
1: to. <laughs> um, I mean that's
0: just the the, the sketch, right? I know.
1: Right. Um so they believed that he lived near Danilovsky Street. Uh because that's where murders are it's taking based place. In his hunting grounds. The experts concluded that he was likely between 20 and 40 years old. Way to narrow it down. Too big of a gap. I am between 20 and 40 years old. Me too. I'm a lot closer to one of those numbers, though. (laughs) (laughs) So, they also said he was experienced and organized because he was good at disposing bodies without being seen.
0: Well, also, with Svetlana, Mm you know, the... The quick, I mean, he must have been like stalking them, mm-hmm. and as soon as he saw that opening of she was alone, yeah, he, well, I'm like ah. fucking gutsy too, right? Like, like, right? Holy shit! To really like, I the, mean, he couldn't have planned that her sandal would break, he couldn't have planned that she would, yeah, or you know, the that any one of them would have peeled off from yeah. the group.
1: Well, and he had, yeah, because he had to have known that there were two others with mm-hmm. her, so he's like opportunistic, but also like planned planned, like
0: like I said, he probably was like watching them, and yeah. then, as soon as that opportunity arrived, he's like, "I can do this, yeah, and yeah, went
1: for it, and it's honestly probably the fact that Svetlana screamed that the yeah. other two even saw him. So they said he also acted coldly and was extremely careful not to leave behind evidence, which is probably also why the only two bodies that they found DNA on were the ones that he took, like, extra care to hide.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, that's because those were... Well, Marino is potentially his first, mm -hmm. so he probably didn't have his system perfected by then, and then there might have just been... Some reason with Ludmilla, Mila, like, you know, kind of like Svetlana screaming. Yeah. She might have done something or something might have happened that interrupted the process. So he might not have been able to be as careful.
1: Yeah, exactly. Another reason that they, like, think that he's super careful was they said that the, the fact that he used a homemade garotte, mm-hmm. um, rather than like a belt, or something that could be traced back to him was, like, smart. Mm. They thought he could possibly be law enforcement or ex-law enforcement. Mm. They thought his motives for the murder were likely sexual. Although, we all know, well, we don't all know, but sexual assault is less about sex and more about power. Mm-hmm. And they think that he strangled his victims to eliminate them as witnesses. Um
0: I mean, it could also be What's-His-Face, who, you know, couldn't get it up without the idea of that's killing true. someone. Yeah. So, it could have been about sex. Yeah, that's true. But most likely,
1: it was Yeah, the power thing. So, at this point, the killer enters his second cooling-off period. And this one lasts two years. Mm. So, like, imagine living in that part of Russia where you're just, like cool 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 so like women are just getting abducted and murdered and like police kind of have a suspect but don't really have a suspect Mm -hmm. and like it's not safe to walk in groups but it's also not safe to walk out during daylight but also like (laughs) that's the biggest kicker for me there is like
0: this is broad daylight like he's
1: ballsy I know like I'm literally thinking I'm like Okay, I walk, like, from my house to my car in the morning. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I walk, like, Like,
0: how often am I walking into Target or the grocery store or something, and I'm distracted because I'm going over
1: the stuff on my grocery list? Yeah. Or, like, you have, like, a headphone in, or... I'm also getting, like, Ted Bundy vibes. Just from, like, he's got a type, and, like... Mm -hmm. I just remember, you know, them talking about Ted Bundy where women were, like, dying their hair different colors because they knew he liked, like, brunettes with, like, long, straight hair. Mm -hmm. And so women were, like, cutting their hair or dyeing their hair or something because they just didn't want to... Didn't want to attract him. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I can imagine, like, blonde women were like, okay, well, maybe now's the time to try, like, a different hair color. Or, like... <laughs> I absolutely would 100% would dye... I would never dye
0: my hair to attract a man. No. But I would dye my hair to avoid attracting a absolutely.
1: man. Absolutely.
0: Yep. Like, if someone told me they liked redheads, I'd be like, cool. I might dye my hair red if I feel like it because I like red hair from yeah. time to time. But I'm not doing it for you. Yeah. But if someone said, oh, there's a serial killer out there and he really likes redheads,
1: you know my hair is not going to be red for another second. (laughs) You're like, you know what sounds cool? Black hair. Yeah. Yeah. You know what sounds great? Blonde. Mm -hmm. Purple.
0: Actually, I'm going to be going purple again soon.
1: (gasps) Ooh, you look good purple. I'm
0: going to keep the red and add the purple. I love it.
1: (laughs) (sighs) All right. Well, our two years is up, so let's see. Um. Oh, no, sorry. Time to... to heat back up. Just kidding. I had stuff to say during the two-year part. And uh. I got distracted. Okay, so police suspect that during this two-year period that perhaps the killer has gone to prison for a lesser crime or that he has intentionally gotten himself sent to prison so that he could lay low. I know what you're thinking. Hannah, if he went to prison, his DNA would be in the system and we would have caught him. Not necessarily, right?
0: Wouldn't they only do that for, like, major crimes? Or would, do they do it for all prisoners?
1: I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you the answer that I have. <laughs> According to the podcast that I listen to called Persons Unknown, <laughs> which is why I'm p- pawning it off on them because I didn't look into this any further, apparently Russia's DNA procedures are kind of janky. In Russia, no.
0: (laughs) There's nothing janky about anything Uh, in Russia, ever.
1: So, there is a chance that maybe the killer knew this, and, like, there's a chance that, like, he is in the system, and the system is just so (gasps) fucked up that, like... So flawed that it didn't catch it.
0: Or it could be that he got into a relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. That somehow satisfied parts of his personality that maybe he was able to be dominant or controlling or whatever it was, or take his attention and focus and you know just basically fill certain needs that he yeah. didn't have that that need or that itch to yeah. to murder,
1: yeah,
0: um because that that's happened for. You know, serial killers who have really long, like, cooling off periods, Mm -hmm. they'll get married and start a family, and they're fine for ten years, and then all of a sudden it's like, no, I need to go back to killing people. Yeah. So. That could also be... (sighs) It's terrifying. I mean, absolutely, 100%, it could be a janky DNA system. Yeah. I mean, remember the story that I did about how that person killed, you know, potentially the most prolific serial killer. Oh, yeah. hmm Because this was before APHIS mm-hmm. and the, uh, the fingerprinting system. Yeah. So, now... Yeah. He would have gotten caught like that. Yeah. But...
1: Yeah. Well, and it's also possible that he could have... That's gonna sound awful, but, like perhaps he was killing people that society didn't care that much about mm-hmm. and it went unnoticed or perhaps he you know was traveling That's and to say he could have moved yeah temporarily. because because it wasn't in that area mm-hmm. and maybe maybe it was combination he was traveling he killed someone you know on the fringes of society that you know maybe well they, didn't fit that <laughs> yeah
0: they didn't have anyone to report them missing yeah So, Uh, and, you know, I mean, they theorize that he could be law enforcement. Mm -hmm. What about military? He could have been deployed for his first cooling off or he could have been, um, what's what I'm looking for other than relocated. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Reassigned? Yeah. He could have been just moved to another base or something.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Now we're done with our two years. Yeah. Okay, so it's now June eleventh, two thousand seven. We've got shortly after I graduated high school. It's right. Bef- it's me going into my junior year of high school. <sighs> Babies, all of us. I'm the same age as this girl. Okay, Natalia Zakalova, seventeen, literally my age. She was headed to meet her parents at the Sheksna River, which, if you remember, was the same place that Svetlana was going. Mm -hmm. Popular beach. And she was taking a path that was, like, near a forest and she called her parents when she was about two minutes away to say, like, I'm almost there. I'm about two minutes away. And when she didn't turn up, her parents called her and her phone was dead. And her parents were like, nope, <laughs> called the police. Unacceptable. Yes. So the police searched. Uh, this lasted for about a week.
0: Hold up. You mean to tell me they didn't tell her parents that they had to wait
1: 24 <gasps> hours to report yeah. her missing? No. <sighs> Absurd. I know. There's like good parts and then there's also parts where, <laughs> okay, so like. Yes, they were immediately on it, but Mm -hmm. also they searched for a week, and it took them a week to eventually find her body two miles from the beach. So, I don't, I'm like, how much, how, how well were they actually searching? Yeah, like, how did you not just look where she was last? Okay. So, she had been discarded in the woods about two miles from the beach. She had been strangled and sexually assaulted. There was DNA on her Mm -hmm. body, which matched the DNA from Marina and Lyudmila. Lyudmila. Sorry, Mm -hmm. I spelled her name wrong in this, so I was trying to remember how to say it from memory. Eyewitnesses told police that they had seen a man in dirty clothes and glasses walking around where Natalia had been discovered. He was between 30 and 50, So keeping the same,
0: you know, length of time in Again, the range, but just made him a little bit older.
1: I'm also between thirty and fifty, so <laughs> yeah, Great.
0: same here. Whole lot closer to one <laughs> than the other, though, and this time it's a, it's a, in my favor. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just under six feet tall, stocky build, short brown hair with a receding hairline, bald spots and patches of gray at the back of his head. And a blurred look, or cloudy eyes, which another source described as a faraway look. A sketch was made and distributed to the public. You may look. Am I going to be super creeped out by this one, too? Ah, uh, you might be. I think it's less creepy than the other one. Oh, sorry. You can look at Natalia. That was Natalia. I'm sorry. Oh. I forgot. I have color-coded highlights going on here.
0: Oh, she's cute, ain't all. And the other one was definitely way creepier. It also didn't hurt or didn't help that it had whatever that word is. yeah over and over, and over again. Yeah.
1: So the public they get this sketch mm-hmm. and then they also like catch wind that about this description that's been given of the cloudy or the blurred eyes. Mm-hmm. And so they now start calling him the dull eyed maniac or the dull eyed killer. All right, then. Which is how I first came across him in my serial killer book that Stephanie gave me. (laughs) Thank you, Stephanie. Shout out to my mother-in-law who gave me the serial killer book. A reward was offered for information. This reward was for one million rubles, which is about (laughs) $13,000. Unfortunately, this just led to an increase in like useless information of course the killer's dna profile was forwarded throughout russia as police basically just waited for another homicide they didn't have any suspects they didn't have any leads all they could do was wait for him to strike again Mm -hmm. and the more time that went by without a murder the more likely police thought that the killer was either dead or had moved to another place until November of
0: 2011. That was one heck of a dry
1: spell there. So this is Svetlana Filjuk, who is 19. So in the meantime, like every murder that is like at all similar, police are like, oh, maybe it's him. But everyone in between... Natalia and this one, mm-hmm. they're able to kind of disprove it. Mm-hmm. Like, either someone else is caught or someone it's confesses. Just or, yeah. In November of 2011, Svetlana Filiuk has a fight with her boyfriend, and she storms out of the apartment to get some air mm-hmm. and some space. I understand. And to smoke a cigarette. And after a while, around 5 o'clock... P. M. She calls her boyfriend and asks him to come pick her up at Batyushkov Street. You're doing great. You're doing Thank great. You. Thank you. The Russian is so much easier for me than the <laughs> French or something. It's just it's and also English and English. You just, just kidding? I mean, you just gotta. I'm just teasing. Get, I mean, it really is though. You just gotta say all of the sounds. Unlike French, where you just say none of the sounds. <laughs> Truth. Oh, uh, yeah. Touche. Yeah. So, her boyfriend... Touche. <laughs> Touche. Oh, my gosh. Um. Okay. So, she calls around five. Her boyfriend, for whatever reason, is not able to come get her until, like, 8 mm-hmm. But they plan on staying in touch. She's not just going to, like, leave her. Yeah. Um, So he keeps calling her until her phone apparently dies sometime around 6.45. Hmm. But then when he arrives around 8, she is not there. Her sister Olga is the one who reports her missing. Rumors immediately begin circulating that the dull-eyed killer is back. And some people even begin to falsely spread rumors that a body has been found. Hmm. Police tried to calm everyone down because it's been like several years and they're like, no, no, no. (laughs) He just faded away into the background. We don't have to think about him. Uh, So they're like, no, Svetlana probably just ran away to get Uh, back at her boyfriend. No. No. And apparently some of her friends corroborated that theory because she had done something similar in the past, which I don't know what that means. People
0: don't run away as often as
1: police want them to and the police's other theory was that she had committed suicide and then just evaporated (laughs) yeah like how that happens
0: yeah no once you commit suicide your body vaporizes
1: yeah 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 police are like kind of looking for her a body was recovered at some point but it wasn't her and it was also skeletal and it wasn't connected to any of the murders. I have no idea who it was. Hmm. No one gave me any information about it. I'm just putting it out into the world. Hmm. Olga, meanwhile, her sister, was like, F- <gasps> the police. I'm going to organize my own Search investigation parties. and searches. She knew Svetlana hadn't run away. She hmm. knew she hadn't taken her own life. So she's doing her own, like, stuff. And in the summer of 2012, volunteers that Olga had organized were searching near the Oktobrsky Avenue. Mm -hmm. I think there's a bridge there, uh, which is near where Svetlana had last been seen. And the volunteers found a pair of shoes, a pair of jeans, and a purse, which, again, I don't know why the police didn't find those things. Because
0: it took them over a week to find a body within two miles of where it went missing. I
1: know. So these volunteers immediately recognized the purse as Svetlana's, and nearby they soon found her body, which was decomposing and covered in branches. Um, It was so badly decomposed at this point that it was hard to determine cause of death, but the medical examiner said that it was likely strangulation, and that there was evidence of sexual assault.
0: To a copycat or our mm-hmm.
1: dull killer is back. There was also evidence of possible stab wounds. Hmm. And these similarities, so manner of death, sexual assault, random abduction, dumping of the body, the location, literally all of these things led to so many people to believe that Svetlana was the dull eyed Killer's eighth victim. Mm-hmm. The only difference is, well, the only difference was that Svetlana was brunette. Hmm. Remember, I said that. Yeah, uh, all the
0: others had been. Everyone blonde.
1: else was blonde. As far as I can tell, it was the only difference in this case. But despite that, police never officially linked her to the dull eyed Killer.
0: Yeah, it had been a long time. Yeah, I think it, that's probably the main thing, and. Yeah. I mean, uh, literally the only difference in victimology, I imagine, is the hair color. Yeah. But, I don't know, sometimes mm. killers branch out, you know, from their M.O., they'll, you know, they'll be all about strangulation, mm-hmm. and then they'll try something new.
1: Yeah. Well, her killer was never found, I mean, obviously. Yeah. Police have tried and failed to link the dull eyed killer to other murders, In the past 12 years, um, but have been unable to, his DNA has not been found in any other crime scenes, and his identity is still unknown. And because all of these happen, I mean, the very first one was in 2004, which was Mm -hmm. 19 years ago, so, like, very likely that he's still alive, Mm -hmm. and still out there with his dull eyes just being creepy being creepy and drawing creepers going creep informational educational sex graffiti his
0: own kama sutra
1: well anyways that's the story of the dull eyed (laughs) killer i'm sorry (laughs) anyone
0: wants to see the pictures from tonight's episode today's Whatever time of day's Whatever time you're listening. Uh, You can check our Facebook and Instagram at the Tales We Tell Podcast. If you want to see pictures but don't do the social media, check out our website, thetaleswetellpodcast.com. And if you'd like to support us and get yourself some sweet, sweet swag, you can check out our Redbubble store at redbubble.com. Search the Tales We Tell. And if you want to support us but you don't need the stuff, maybe just, you know, early access to episodes, commercial-free listening, and some fun bonus content, and, you know, occasional love notes, yeah. you can
1: become patrons at patreon.com. Search the Tales We Tell. Hells yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll be back next week, like always, and be doing something, and... And we'll get that bonus episode out just as Mm -hmm. soon as we have time to record it. And I'm not falling asleep. It's listen. It's hard to get together once a week. So, but we'll see everyone next week. Das vidania. Oh, (laughs) hold on. We'll see. You didn't expect that one, did you? I didn't, but I can say it. I can say it. Okay, ready? Das vidania.